0: Log talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year, with hosts Rick and Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year. The show that will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. My name is Melissa Grimm, and tonight I have Russ and Becky Morgan that are becoming on the show tonight. It'll be uh, mostly Russ, possibly Becky. But uh, tonight's topic is all about uh, team driving. But I want to get to that in just a second. First, I want to tell you our mission is to find and pass along knowledge to new drivers that will make them the safest drivers on the road. And provide a firm stepping stone into a successful career our show is not just for new drivers it is also an outlet for experienced drivers to share their knowledge so if you have a question a comment or a topic press 1 and we will get you on the show we have a new schedule I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight this is the first night of our brand new schedule we will now be recording every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So thank you guys very much for calling in our very first brand new schedule night. Go check out our Facebook page. You can like um, our page and ask us questions there. It's Trucking 101 on Audio Road. So go check that out and give us a like. Um, So tonight, like I said, the topic is teen driving. We're gonna be talking about benefits, strategies, and what not to do. First, I'm going to bring on Ross Morgan. He's going to give you uh, some strategies and benefits of team driving. Hey, Ross, how's it going? Is it,
1: is it, hey, hey, how's it going? Is there any benefits or strategies? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, some people uh, say you make more money.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. You you do you do definitely do make more money. Um, uh, with team driving uh, uh, We enjoyed it uh, Becky and I did it for uh, She could probably tell you the exact amount of time Probably down to the second But uh, we did it for several years And um, um, We enjoyed it You know ran all over the country um, Got to uh, Go to a lot of races around the country And uh, 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 Really made um, A very very good living And you know we uh, It gave us a lot of time to take off I mean we would take off um uh, sometimes three weeks, cause, uh actually we took off a whole lot longer than that went to Florida one time and played forever but uh, yeah the um uh, uh, you know the benefit the, i guess probably one of the main benefits is uh, uh well is money uh the second benefit is uh if you need the help, you have somebody in the truck to uh uh help you back in or or whatever else and i don't mean uh ever t- um uh, you know, every time that you have an issue, you get your partner out of the bunk. Um, but uh, if we were both up, we would both, uh, you know, fuel the truck, or uh, if we were dropping and hooking or whatever, one would be uh, working on the computer, the other would be out dropping and hooking, or you know, we we would help each other. But you know, we didn't get each other uh, up to do that. Um, <sighs> Where well, I had a whole bunch of things. Of course, you know, here I'm drawing a blank.
0: <laughs> well uh, let's see uh, the the big thing that I want to mention uh, make everybody aware of if they're considering teaming is um, make sure that you like I mean really like really 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 like the person that you're going to be teaming with because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them in a very small area so if if you have somebody that you're considering teaming with and they get on your nerves slightly, just remember that's going to be multiplied like a thousand times. So think about that before you decide somebody.
1: Yeah. I always call it phenomenal cosmic power, itty-bitty living space, to quote Disney. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you, you're 100% right. I, as a matter of fact, to the point where when, when we would come home, we would probably spend the first day or so home. We'd go out on a boat or we would do whatever. But then we would split up, <clears throat> and uh, I would jump in my pickup, and I would go and hang out with my brother, my dad, uh, my kids, whatever, and go hunting and fishing and what have you. But we would get away from each other for uh, three or four days. And uh, – or Becky uh, a couple times caught an airplane and went and visited or whatever. But, yeah, that is really important if you are going to team You know, because you're together – I mean you're up each other's – you're up into each other's business. Let me clean this up here. Uh, you're up into each other's business all the time. Uh, so when you do get home, uh, spend a little bit of time apart if you're a husband and wife. You know, go and uh, visit some friends. Go hang out somewhere for a couple of days. Go do something you enjoy. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a fucking awesome point. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's the major point. I get asked all the time uh, if I like teaming. And what I say is, yeah, but make sure that you are, you know, like in like a lockstep with the person that you're teaming with, because if there's any friction at all, it's going to show up in a big way on the truck. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and Becky and I really enjoyed it. Um, and then uh, of course we started doing what we were doing and we, and we actually liked having our own trucks better. And then, of course, with us running the same part of the country, you know, we were always running into each other. So, you know, that was, uh, that was great. But yeah, the, um, uh, you know, the teaming stuff, I mean I, I mean I I got to where I'd even chain up the truck without even waking her up. I, uh one year I put we threw chains so much, I mean I could almost do it in my sleep. And uh when we mm-hmm. first started doing it, you know, we would get each other up and you know, chain up the truck and the trailer uh you know was a real pain in the butt. Um, you know, but they expected those loads to move. Uh so a little you know, if you had to chain up the goal over a mountain then you have to chain up the goal of a mountain. So uh but you know, for a while I would get her up and uh, chain up. Uh, and then I got to where, I mean, I could literally chain up the tractor and throw one drag chain on the trailer in about 20 minutes. Uh, and, of course, now with, uh, um, is it, I won't say snow socks, auto socks. With auto socks, it takes, well, uh, well I don't know, y'all had them. Was it all about 10 or 15 minutes tops?
0: <laughs> yeah, and that was so, our first try. So like, we we're really good at it. It'd probably take you like five minutes.
1: Right. So... um now I'm drawing the blank again. Your turn. <laughs> okay,
0: I was just about to ask you a question. Okay, so what are some good uh, strategies and advice you would give somebody that is currently teaming or is considering teaming to make it a successful experience?
1: Uh, well, I would definitely say, uh, well, let's see, we've covered we've covered the big one. Uh, make sure that you really like yeah. the person. And, and that you can really get along. Um, uh, you know what? Though? Trust. There's very few people that I trust enough to sleep behind. Um, and of course, uh, you know, if Becky got tired, uh, I knew she was going to pull that truck over and take a little thirty-minute nap. You know, and she did the same. You know, of course, I was a I was a day driver, so I didn't have quite the problem as you know, as a night driver, but, you know, if I got tired, I would pull over and get out and i night, walk around, play with the dogs, whatever. Um, another good thing is, uh, now we used an air mattress, uh, and right there at the end, we bought a sleep number bed. That is an awesome, awesome, awesome tool for whoever's sleeping in the truck. Um, cause we could take and sit that just a little bit soft. And, uh, for, uh, those of you who uh, know how, uh, Indiana roads are, Michigan roads are, and I'm sure that we could sit here and talk. that, that could be a whole show about talking about roads. Um, but, you know, when you're running down those roads and now all of a sudden, you know, you're four inches above the mattress uh, because the road's so rough. Uh, but that little bit of cushion in that airbed uh, was great. And I got to where um, <clears throat> I could actually um, – if we would go up, say we'd start down at sea level somewhere and we'd start climbing the mountains, that well, thing would blow up like a like a balloon. Uh I could reach mm. over and I could actually air out of the mattress and not really wake up. And uh now wow. I did wake up a few times and it was flat as a pancake, but <laughs> yeah, that that was a huge tool as far as sleeping and being able to stay asleep and getting a really good night's sleep uh while the truck was moving. Uh, probably one of that's, the best things that's that we ever great did. Great advice. <laughs> Do I know? I so said
0: that's great advice. Yeah. And I would
1: def I would definitely recommend, I mean, if you're gonna do it, spend the money, on, yeah, I know they're pricey, uh, but having that button on the uh, as far as a uh, sleep number bed, um, being able to reach over and punch the button and put a little air in or take a little air out, um I mean, you can ask Becky. Uh, she would turn the radio up, and I always listen. She would listen to the news or something like that, and I would turn it up, and I'd listen to it while I went to sleep. Well, then she'd switch to music. I could reach over and I could adjust the volume in the back, and never wake up. I never <laughs> even knew I did it. The only reason I knew I did it is either the volume was way up or it was way down, and it wasn't where it was when I went to bed. So I, I think you could, you know, you get used to where that button is on the wall, and you could do the same thing. You know, like I said, I could let the air out. Um, of ours without even really waking up. So oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, w- I would highly recommend, uh, you know, a sleep number. If not, maybe rig something. I don't know if you... I'd have to look into that. Maybe we could rig something up to um, put air in or let air out of a regular air mattress. But, yeah, that was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, that was the big thing uh, that really helped us get a lot of sleep. And...
0: Uh, yeah, you can get the air mattress on, on a budget, you know, because you can get those for a pretty uh, decent price at Walmart. Or if you're willing to spend the extra money, get the Sleep Number, or even a Tempur-Pedic. We had a Tempur-Pedic, and it was awesome. I, I never had an issue sleeping. So, uh, but air mattress is a great idea for those that are on a budget and can't afford the expensive mattress. Oh, oh yeah,
1: uh, and and if you are going to get the air mattress at Walmart, uh, spend a couple of extra bucks. Because you know we did that for a while. and, Of course, we had the little air, uh, the little air blowout tool, and that's what, that's how we used to you know blow them up in the truck. And but we found out if we bought the cheap ones, you know they would last um, I don't know a month and a half, two months. And if we bought a little more expensive one, it would last longer. So yeah, spend a few mm-hmm. extra bucks and gonna you know, do that and, and and get a good get a better one.
0: Okay. So, so how about? Um... Let's talk about divvying up responsibilities of the team. There's an easy trap that you can get stuck in where one person ends up doing one thing all the time and the other person ends up doing the, the other thing all the time and you end up like you got half a truck driver over here, half a truck driver over here, half a truck driver over there, and nobody really does the full job. So why don't you talk about uh, divvying up responsibilities? Okay.
1: Um, well, I, the the way we did it is – everybody pretty much uh from we uh we usually ran from 6 to 6 or from 7 to 7 um i know some people want to run from midnight to midnight i never agreed with that it's too much pain but the park and so on and so forth but um, becky did her I mean, she was a full truck driver when i when i when she took over Uh, I mean, if I was up, I would help her. I would help her fuel. I would help her do whatever if I was up. Uh, If I wasn't up, I mean, she backed into the docks. Uh, She, uh, you know, dropped and hooked. Um, She did what, you know, whatever was, uh, whatever your, uh, you know, a normal truck driver would do. You you know, whatever. Like I said, now if we were both up, then we kind of split, you know, then we split up, whatever. You know, um, I may be out feeling. She was washing the windows, getting cokes, drinks, snacks, whatever. Uh, you know, then we helped each other. And, uh, you know, and if something big came up, I mean, if you've got a nightmare hold the back end and I had nobody to watch out for me, yeah, I would get her out of bed. Or if, you know, my tandems were stuck and I had beaten, banged and cussed and, and, uh, pulled every wrench out on it and still couldn't get it to move, I may get her to help me. Uh, you know, I, I may actually wake her up or she would wake me up. Yeah. Uh, you know, usually a lot of times you can find somebody to help you with that, but, you know, you couldn't always. Um, there was a couple of holes that we backed into that, you know, hey, we need, I need you on the ground watching for me, or, uh, what, or if I was having a blindside in, you know, or if she was having a blindside in, you know, the other one would get up. Um but as far as splitting the responsibilities, we ju- we just shared the responsibilities. Period. Um, and uh, I, you you probably have a little story to talk about on that. Yeah, you want to talk right here about that, or?
0: I mean, I I got caught in the trap. You know, is it, it, we did it and we did it for so long. I didn't even think about it. So I talked to you and Becky about it. Um, and when you guys when we had the conversation, I was just like, yeah, that's that's. Exactly right. I never even thought about it because it was just – I went from being a trainee to being an owner-operator, and we just had a a system that we worked with, and I thought it was fine until, you know, I got an outside perspective. So what what we ended up doing – and this seems to happen a lot. Russ, you can attest to this. You run into a lot of uh, husband and wife or boyfriend, girlfriend, couples that this – tends to be a thing where the guy will do all the backing and the girl will hardly know how to back. They'll barely be able to back. And, and that's, that's the problem. That's, that's the situation that, that I'm in right now. I need to re train myself on how to back. I mean, I know how to do it, but I haven't done it in a long time. I probably backed maybe once a year, twice a year for the past few years. So, I'm out of practice. Like, I know the philosophy. It's really easy. I, I never had trouble backing when I, when I was taught how, but I need to get back in practice because, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm rusty, is what you could say. And that, that, that's a trap that I have heard that a lot of husband and wife and boyfriend, girlfriend couples fall in. So, why don't you explain why? You guys explain why really well, why that's, why that's a bad idea.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh well, uh, it's real simple. So let's say uh let's say that the guy gets hurt. Um, uh right you know, right now, uh, especially where I've been running, I've been having to deal with a lot of snow, a lot of ice, I've been wearing my ice cleats almost every day. Um you get uh you step out of that truck and fall, break your leg, break your arm. Uh for some reason uh you can't operate that truck. Uh, now your team partner has to operate that truck, especially if you're a husband and wife team. Um, you know, if your team partner can't back up, can't slide the tandems, um, you know, can't fuel the truck, can't, uh, you know, can't do any of the stuff that the man is, yeah. what's the proper word here? I'm trying, I guess, trying to be nice to his wife, or I, I, I'm not sure the proper word I'm looking for here, but you're, you're really doing a disservice. To your team partner for not being able to do every job on that truck uh, that requires to move it from point A to point B and pick up and deliver a load. Because if that one person goes in the hospital, a heart attack, or whatever, uh, now you're down to one person learning that truck that has to support a household. Uh, and if you don't know how to back into a doc, uh your insurance company is not going to be real happy with you, and your trucking company is sure not going to be ha- very happy with you. And uh, the person that you back into is not going to be very happy with you. <laughs> um, so, I, and that's, uh, I mean, that's putting it nicely, but that's uh, that's the reality of it. Um, you, um, you know, I don't know if anybody that's listening is doing that, but you're really doing your partner a big dis a disservice. Uh, you and you're doing yourself a big disservice if you're a husband and wife team. It's um learn uh learn every everything on that truck. I mean, um you know, uh Becky can get under there and grease the trucks. Um she can get under there and she uh I've seen her come out from under a truck looks like she was dipped in a barrel of uh, oil. Uh you know she's not afraid to crawl under there and get her hands dirty. Uh, now, she's not above hiring a mechanic at all, but, uh, you know, you, something happens on the side of the road, and and it needs fixed, and it's a simple fix. She's going to try to tackle it, and that's, that's skills that uh, every partner needs to know, uh, you know, basic truck maintenance, basic parts, basic operation. Um, and without it, uh, you know, when the other one gets hurt, you are uh, in a world of uh, financial hurt.
0: Yep. Yeah. yep.
1: yeah, and I think, I, mean, exactly. I think the
0: word you're looking for, I think the word you were looking for was uh, chivalry, which is all yes. nice and, and romantic, but it, it it doesn't. Chivalry has no place on a truck. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah.
1: It. I mean, it absolutely doesn't. Um, you know, and not that, you know, not that I, you know, if we were both up and what have you, by all means, I mean, I did it, but, I mean, she was out there with me, I mean, handed me tools, you know, looking and paying attention to what I was doing, um, you know, even as far as, you know, crawling under there and adjusting brakes, and I'm not sure she's ever done that, uh, but I promise you, she can tell you how to do it. Um, so, you know, uh, you get a break out of adjustment, uh you, you know, um, I can crawl under there in a heartbeat and adjust it. And uh, like I said, I, I promise you, she could tell you how to do it. Okay. Um, and so there's no doubt in my mind she could do it if she had to. So, yeah, like I said, simple yeah. stuff, uh, definitely teach your team partner. Yeah. And I want to
0: give a little disclaimer there. Um, you are not supposed to yeah. adjust your own brakes. I mean, guys like you that have been driving for forever, I'm sure Yeah, you know how to do it with these new guys uh don't try to adjust your own brakes <laughs> please
1: it, it won't end well yeah yeah you're, yes you're definitely supposed to be asc certified and of course you know uh, well matter of fact i uh, i can even prove it i had all mine adjusted in the shop here um well it was yesterday so i had all the ones I adjusted on my tractor uh yesterday so I, hey i'm not above paying a mechanic to do it either you know um it was being serviced anyway. I said, Hey, while you are down there in the pit? Let's adjust the brakes. So, right. but you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I have found a trailer, uh, that I've picked up and I find this dropping and hooking a lot. Um, I'll reach over and I'll grab that trolley valve and the trailer will keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. And I, you know, I'll do the pump down. I'll do everything you're supposed to. And if that doesn't work, I'm under there with a wrench, uh, you know, uh, fixing it and if I can't get it fixed then I got a service truck coming to me. So
0: right.
1: but yes, you are supposed to be yeah. a uh, brake certified I think it's I think it's ASC certified. Anyway, you're supposed to have a brake certification to do it, yes.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Wanted to make sure nobody's gonna go and try and adjust their brakes. <laughs> yes. But the the other the flip side of that, uh the big thing I know that you and Becky heard about a lot or, or ran across a lot was uh, the guy did all the backing and, and the woman didn't really have a whole lot of experience backing and couldn't do it very well because of the lack of practice. But on our truck, we, when I was talking about half a truck driver, that's, that's what we did. Um, so learn learn from our mistakes. And I'm going to share you a, another mistake that got made. Rick did all the outside stuff. I mean, I got out there and I did it because I wanted to, but he wanted to make his job all the outside stuff, the maintenance, tires, pre-trips, backing, all that stuff, all the actual physical truck stuff. That's what he wanted to do. And he wanted me to take care of all the the paperwork side of it, getting paid for trips, booking loads, accounting, all that stuff. That was supposed to be my job. Now, I... I know I know a lot about uh, trucks because I've been driving them for over eight years, uh, and I did get outside on my own and look at things and, and take care of things, even though he didn't want me to. I did do it, but he never expressed any interest in the back office part: getting paid, booking loads, accounting, and so he he he's having to learn now. That uh, he's gonna he's gotta learn a whole new job that he never um, wanted to do. He wanted to split everything up fifty-fifty, and it, that just doesn't work. Like, so what if I got sick, right? What if I had to get off the truck? You know, what if he had to go out by himself? He's struggling, you know, because he did he never he never knew how to do that. So there's there's two sides to that that coin. So if you're one of those couples, which I'm sure we weren't the only ones if you're one of those couples that are just doing that, stop right now, teach each other your job. So you both know how to do it.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and that's another thing I'm, you know, Becky does. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I book my own freight. Uh, you know I mean? I can tell you, you know, I, I keep up with what I make every week and, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, but you know, she does a lot of the office stuff and, uh, of course, I do need to go. Not that I can't do it, uh, but I probably need to sit down and with her more and and learn a little more about it too. So I I am a little guilty. Uh, you know, we are a little guilty on that part, um, as far as the office stuff. Also, uh, all the uh, of course, I do have a good accountant that uh, can help me too. So, but but yeah, but yeah I mean, uh, like I said, and that's really the only thing that we are guilty of. Uh, I mean, the rest of it um, is. Um, you know, we have an issue with a truck or with a, or with all of our trucks. Uh, you know, uh, we have a little discussion over it, and, uh, it, you know, and, uh, we talk about it. We talk about the business side of it, the maintenance side of it, the whatever. You know, we discuss it, and then we make a decision on it. So we are, you know, involved in all ends of it. But, yes, I am a little guilty of not knowing all of the uh, office stuff. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I get home, I guess I need to uh, hem her up and uh, get uh, um, uh, get some of that taken in. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, Becky just sent me a text here. Um, I uh, and This happened uh, – we were at home. I was working on uh, our RV, and um, I ended up hurting myself. I didn't re- – didn't really realize how bad I'd hurt myself. And uh, um, some of y'all know I used to be a paramedic. And anyway, so Becky and I left out. We got to run down the road, and I realized I'd given myself an umbilical hernia, and I realized I couldn't reduce it. <clears throat> so, um, but long story short, I had cut the blood flow off to that part. Um, I ended up having to have surgery. Yeah, I ended up having to have surgery on the road. Um, mm. with- augusta georgia i believe it was and um so which put us down for a couple of days while uh while we had surgery and then i laid in bed for uh i don't know a day or two um uh but becky had to completely take over um and run the truck now i rode with her uh quite a bit and then i I finally went home for a little while and kind of and got some of the rest at home but uh yeah i mean that's a um you know, a good example of uh, you know, you've got to know uh, uh, you got to know each other's job. Um, if she hadn't been able to back up or any of that, we, you know, we'd have been in a lot of trouble. I, um, I think at the time we were even still paying for that truck. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm about hundred percent sure we were. So uh, we'd have really been, um, you know, where we could have been in a mess. And uh, and we weren't. I mean, she got out, she ran the truck, and, uh, you know, everything was fine. Uh, you know, six weeks later, I crawled back on the truck.
0: Yep. That one. Yeah, injuries and illnesses are very common out here on the road. They can happen very easily. So you need to know what you're doing in case you're without your partner. Right. So uh, how about – how about some teaming stories? Do you have any good uh, teaming stories?
1: Good teaming stories. I don't, I'm sure Becky will text me one here in a minute. Uh, good teaming stories. Um, I'm sure I can come up with some, maybe. Um,
0: okay, I got, I got one.
1: I, it's a fun one. All right, yeah, go ahead, go uh, ahead and,
0: I, and I got one. Oh, yeah, you think, you think while I'm talking. Okay, so this was I was my, uh, my first year on the truck. My first time, one of my first times to California. I had never been to California before I started driving a truck. So that was fun. The first time I saw California, it was just like, wow, and the mountains and everything like that. It's amazing. Um, I don't get to see California anymore because I don't have a California compliant truck, but that's the Anyways, while we could still go into California, um, there was a race. Rick and I are big NASCAR fans, and so there was a race uh, that happened to be on the weekend that we were delivering a load in California, and the reason this is a teaming story is because we would not have been able to make it to that race if we had not been a team. We had to drive 65 miles an hour, switch off every 11 hours, 12 hours, however it worked out, uh, whenever we ran out of hours, to run hard, to make it into California so we could deliver our load and go to that race. And there's a benefit from being a team. You can get places faster because you don't have to take those pesky 10-hour breaks. You just switch drivers, which is awesome. I love doing that. Um, so we were able to get to the race. Um, it was really fun. We uh, kind of took advantage of a freight liner with a bad reputation they, uh, this freight liner in California had the worst reputation for getting your truck serviced. If you would take it in, it could sit there for weeks, and they wouldn't even touch it. I mean, it could be an oil change, you know, and they would for some reason they just couldn't get to the trucks. So we knew that, and we we needed some parking close to the track because you know we were in a truck, and uh, you got to be uh, prepared for parking the truck when you're going to events. So we. Checked the truck into the Freightliner for something stupid. I don't even remember what it was. Something pesky that they could have fixed, but if they didn't, it didn't really matter. So we checked it in. They parked it back in their lot. We knew they weren't going to touch it. That's after two days, by the way. They didn't touch it. And uh, so we walked to the track. I think it was three-quarters of a mile, half a mile, something like that. That Freightliner was pretty close to the track. So we walked over to the track, the California track, and we got to see the race we uh we got a nice hotel room, um you know, took a taxi over to the hotel room, spent the night, and then the next day we went over to the price liner and said, "We have to go all way and get to your truck, oh, that's okay <laughs> so that that was a that was a fun teaming experience that Rick and I had,
1: yeah, uh, you know what we did we did the same thing matter of fact, it was right after my surgery, if I remember correctly. We had tickets to the 50th anniversary of the Daytona 500, Mm -hmm. and so – and we were going down there for Speed Week. Uh, So now um, we used one of the shops that Kevin recommends down there, and uh, uh, we had – you know what? It was piddly stuff. Uh, I think we had a real minor oil leak. I don't remember what all we had done, but – we went and we threw the truck in the shop now this is leaning more towards owner operator stuff, but we went and we threw the truck in the shop, so that made our uh hotel tax deductible that made our rental car tax deductible um and uh you know, and we had a blast for a week uh at the daytona track um we also uh and we were still a company team um well, We had a really awesome dispatcher. Of course, uh, you know we had we had an awesome reputation as a team. We were uh, most of the time. It didn't take us long, but most of the time we were teaming. Uh, we became one of the, what they called elite teams. We were a thirteen hundred mile a day team. Uh, but anyway, we told them. Said, we told our dispatcher said uh, we want to take off time and we want to go to Magic Mountain and ride roller coasters. And that's exactly what we did. Um, we. She got us a load over there real close to us and she let us bobtail the company truck over there and uh we spent the day riding roller coasters and then we went and had a nice dinner and uh um kept the truck shut down uh that night and we got up the next day and uh and went back to work. Um uh, Becky just texted me a really good point though about uh uh about team driving. Um and I'm sure you've experienced this too, Melissa. Um you might be, uh, say, running around in uh, in shorts during the day or whenever you leave, wherever y'all leave from. See, so uh, this used to happen to us a lot. Say so we left California, and uh, we were running around in shorts, and now we've gotten up into uh, uh, Utah or something like that, and there's snow on the ground. Uh, I mean, we go from, you know, 80 degrees to, uh, you know, uh, your partner gets up out of bed and tell them, okay, dress warm because, uh, uh, you know, there's snow on the ground and, uh, you know, there's a bunch of nasty weather out here. And, uh, I, we, you know, we used to experience that all the time, you know, especially covering, uh, you know, twelve, thirteen hundred 1,300 miles a day. Um, you know, we'd go from sea level to the mountains to, you know, back to, you know, uh, back to uh, pretty weather. So I'd, uh, just be prepared for some you know, pretty uh, uh, serious weather changes uh, moving you know that fast across the country.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, we we definitely experienced that. The fun, the flip side, the fun side of that is when you go from the nasty, snowy, gross weather down into, say, Laredo, where it's warm and sunny. That's that's always nice. Uh, we had a trip from uh Oregon or yeah, I think it was Oregon down to Laredo. I was like, Oh, good, we get to go down to Laredo and thaw out
1: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah we uh every once in a while if um uh if we'd been running uh, say we'd been uh running across the um uh, uh top of the country um uh we would get creative uh sending them a message um I wish I could think of some of the ones we uh uh, that we put out there, but uh, it'd be something like, uh, uh, you know, team seeking, um, you know, a l- uh, load to, you know, exotic, warm destination with a beach. <laughs> I, I, probably something, you know, funny and interesting that never got us in trouble. But it, you know what? It usually got us a load going to um, somewhere where we could thaw out. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, Florida down to Laredo, you know, over to Cal you know, Southern California whatever. So, right. But, yeah, yeah, we yeah, would do that quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I said, we always had, always had fun doing it. You know, we'd come up with something creative. And uh, usually that, uh, you know, putting out something creative like that got us, uh, you know, down to where we could thaw out. I mean, I'm sure uh, you and Rick saw it. I mean, there was times, you know, we didn't see, uh, you know, temperatures above freezing for weeks. Uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: And then, yeah, you get tired of it. You go, hey, you know, it's time, uh, I need to thaw out.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, we ran uh, back and forth in between Colorado and Washington State uh, for like two winters. In one winter, um, we were you're we in Wyoming a lot when you're running that run. So we ran back and forth across Wyoming all winter, and it was like sub zero almost all the time. When it hit zero, it felt like a heat wave. It's it's amazing how your body acclimates to the temperature. But, yeah, you got to be prepared for all seasons when you're teaming because you can go – you will go 48 states. They will send you all over the place to all four corners in the middle and everywhere in the country. So you have to be prepared uh, for all seasons for sure. Um, I want to just let everybody know really quick, uh, if you have a question, a comment, or a topic – uh suggestion. Anything you want to say about this topic or anything else? Please press one, and we will get you on the show. But let's talk a little bit more about the mileage that you can get as a team driver and, like, time management when it comes to drive that driving that many miles. Um,
1: time management was easy for me. Keep the left door closed. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, uh, it's that simple. I mean, uh, now when we were in a company yeah. truck, we drove the speed limit, or, or uh, not the speed limit. We drove we, we drove right against the governor. Um, but when we were in our own truck, um, you know, we had uh, we'd slow down to sixty miles an hour, and we were still a thirteen hundred mile a day team. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. But we, you know, and we had a dog in the truck. Uh, well, there and therefore, while we had two dogs in the truck, so uh, you know, in the mornings uh, when Becky would wake me up, we would go out. We would play with the dogs. We would uh, eat our breakfast and what have you, and and then I would I would start running, and I would run till uh, you know noon, one o'clock. I'd get out and I'd play with the dogs for uh, a little bit, and of course now with the mandatory thirty minute waste of time. Um, you know, you have to do that. So, and that's what I do with PJ. Now, of course, I don't run hard now, but, you know, I'll get out and, uh, you know, we'll go out and we, we mess around for 30 minutes and then I'm back in that seat and I'm rolling. And, uh, but you know, to, to really make good money and make good money and get miles out here, uh, you've got to keep that left door closed, period. Uh, keep that truck moving. And the night driver, uh, uh, Becky always, uh, with the exception of a very few times, always uh, ran more miles than I did just for the simple fact of she was driving at night. She didn't have to mess with uh, uh, traffic, uh, you know, in the big cities and stuff like that. I mean, it seemed like I was always getting caught somewhere in one of the big cities in a, uh, you know, slow-moving traffic or something like that, and, uh, of course the night driver has very little traffic to deal with usually, especially when you get out west. I mean, I went to bed one night and uh I mean it was snowing to beat the band and uh she ran six hundred miles that night. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, it's just a matter of keeping the you know, keeping the left door closed and, and uh staying out of the truck stops or rest areas or whatever and, and you know, and keeping moving. Um and then you know, and when your shift's done, uh you know we would sit up, and we would talk to each other for a little bit, but get your butt in the bed, and you know the only thing we should be hearing coming out of the bunk is a whole lot of snoring uh get back there <laughs> and get get plenty of rest um, and you know, and that's what we did i mean we you know if I was you know, I may talk to her for a little bit, but I'd crawl back in the bunk and I'd go to snooze. The only thing that ever screwed me up with that is when we would run out west. And because we were, we were on like a, we varied between six and six and seven and seven uh, as far as shift change. But we tried to keep it right in, you know, somewhere between six and seven o'clock so we were going to change. <laughs> but uh, we'd get out there and now here it is almost midnight eastern because we run on east coast time we're out on the west coast it's still daylight (laughs) and i'm going well it's still daylight it can't be this late you know uh you know that would screw me up and Becky would be like you better get your butt back there in the bed and i'm like what do you mean you know it's (laughs) (laughs) uh and and that like i said that would screw her up too uh you know she'd get me up out of bed and i'd be like what it's like four in the morning or three in the morning or whatever it is. She's like, no, it's time for you to drive. I'm like, oh, you got to be freaking kidding me, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Of course, you know I'd look at my phone and go, you know what? It's, what do you mean? It's like four in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. By all means get, you know, uh, you know, eat well and and get plenty of sleep. Uh, that's extremely important. If you're going to be out here, uh team running, especially the way we did. Um, and then, I mean, you know, we'd get out and we would run our butts off and, um, uh, we, uh, you know, we may be out running for, you know, a few weeks or something. And we decide, Hey, you know what, we're going to stop and we're going to do something. We're going to take a day. We're going to go to a movie or something like that, you know, get out of the truck for a little while. Um, but, you know, and we would take our little day off or something that we did and, and then go out back at it, you know. We'd get a little break every now and then when we were out on the road. Or uh, There was a couple of restaurants, you bet. You know, and, and this was kind of the rule of the truck. You know, if you stopped at one of these restaurants, you better wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but, you know, other than that, I mean, we, you know, we let the other one sleep. Um, uh, another thing that I don't remember if we – I don't know if we brought this up on another show or not, but uh, um, make sure when you stop the truck uh, that your team partner is still in the sleeper when you start to leave again. Now, we always kept the big curtains closed, and so usually those curtains – if I got back in the truck and those curtains were open, then I better start looking for Becky. Make sure she's in the bed. Mm -hmm. You know, and, uh, and the same way with me, uh, you know, some people will put shoes or a hat or something in the driver's seat or, uh, um, you know, something along those lines. But, yeah, make sure yep. your team partner in the bunk because uh, there's been several stories, and like I said, I, it seems like we've talked about this before on here, but there's been several stories of team partners taking off and leaving the other one at the truck stop. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> on accident. I'm sure it was totally on accident. <laughs> yeah
1: oh so, oh, oh, yeah, of course, totally on accident,
0: so uh, I got another personal experience you just reminded me of, um, when you mentioned the midnight to midnight thing that was another thing that that we did i even we even tried like a two a m to two p m one time that actually worked out a little better. Uh, Than the midnight to midnight for some reason, but still it wasn't very good. Because at 2 a.m., when I'm done driving and Rick's got to take over, the only way you can switch drivers is if you pull into the pumps of a truck stop. There's not going to be any parking anywhere. I mean, there's certain states where there's always rest areas that have open parking spaces and truck stops that have open parking spaces, but you're not going to be in those states all the time. I mean, unless you run that area. So if you run that area, you know, fantastic, good for you. But if you run um, like Midwest, Northeast, East Coast, Southeast, those are fairly crowded areas and you're not going to find any parking at midnight or two o'clock in the morning. So that's one of the things that we did that we shouldn't have did. We just started doing a six to six shift, which I really liked. I love the six six, six to six shift. It was really good. Parking was never an issue. So we could actually pull in and park and I wouldn't have to take off and drive right away. So that was awesome. And um, the half hour break. This is actually um, a good thing for me. When they instituted the half hour break, I was actually able to make use of it. It was, it was, it was a good thing. We were on a dedicated run where we were averaging 5,500 miles a week. Now some weeks it was 6,600 miles, and some weeks it was like 4,800 miles, and it averaged out to like 5,500. So on the weeks where we were doing 6,600 miles, we were running hard. We tried to drive slow because we were trying to get a good fuel mileage. So we tried to drive the slowest we could possibly drive and still make our delivery appointment. Um, so we spent a lot of time on the road and didn't really stop a whole lot, like you said. So um, showers, showers became an issue because at the delivery, we did have a few hours in between dropping off the on one trailer and picking up the next one. But the closest truck stops, we hated their showers. So we never wanted to go there and use their showers. We would rather wait, you know, you know, and, and, you know, go a few days without a shower, than go to these truck stops. They were that bad. So what I ended up doing was with the half hour break, when it was time for me to take my half hour break, it was the middle of the afternoon the parking lots were empty. I could just roll into a truck stop. One of my favorite ones, usually a TA. I like, I like the TAs and the Petros. They're usually pretty good. And go take my shower and then get back out on the road. So I actually liked the half-hour break. It worked out quite well for me. Now, my dispatcher, on the other hand, lost his mind, but <laughs> that's another story. Uh, yeah, that's um,
1: uh, we, uh, we would do that sometimes, too. Um, you know, I'd get out and I'd uh, I'd roll, 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 and you know I'd get out and play with the dogs. And then I may go run through the shower in the middle of the day. Becky may go run through the shower in the middle of the night. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, and then there was times we you know we could stop and we'd both go in and take a shower or, or what have you. You know, what we were doing uh, we cooked in the truck a lot, so um, usually uh, I did most of the cooking, so. Usually, uh, we'd stop. I'd wake Becky up. Then we'd get out. We'd play with the dogs, and then we may go take a shower, and then we'd roll again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't uncommon for you know for us to do that too. Is uh, you know stop in the middle of the day. That's a that is a I do I still do that now. Uh, you know I'll be out cruising along, and um, you know it's you know one thirty two o'clock in the afternoon. Stop. Take my little thirty minute waste time. I'll get up, and uh, it usually winds up being forty five minutes to an hour. But I'll get out and I will play with the dogs. I'll eat some food and uh, I'll run through the shower real quick. And
0: um, yeah, and but the the parking lots are are mostly empty. There's the line at the shower is non-existent. Oddly enough, there are long lines at the showers early in the morning and early in the evening. It seems to be the most popular times for showers. Yeah,
1: the, you know that, uh, and we've talked about this, but that uh, the pilot app um, it, it's awesome for that. I have been, you know, I, I, I pull in, uh, well, when I was coming out to, uh, uh, to see y'all in Arizona. Uh, I pulled into uh flying J, and, um, I flipped the app open and, uh, you know, I mean, this was prime time for everybody to be hitting the showers and I looked and all the showers were full. Well, I can put, I can get in line right there. Mm-hmm. And so I in line and I I just carried the deal around me Uh, I carried my phone around and I kind of watched and uh, you know I had my shower bag and everything ready to go so I played with the dog got all that business taken care of and then it said hey your shower's ready you have 10 minutes to get to it and I I grabbed my bag and I walked in I went took a shower so yeah that's yep you know that's awesome when there's a line uh you don't have to be sitting you know in the in the day room or whatever, you know, waiting on it. You can get some other business done in the truck and then uh, just pay attention to the app, and it'll tell you when the shower's open and, you know, go hit it. So, but, yeah, you're, uh, you're so yep. right. I mean, uh, during the day uh, or in the middle of the night, if you run days or nights, that's the best time to really hit the
0: showers. Yep, yep, that's a really nice feature that the, the pilot, they actually just recently added that. Because uh, last time I went to a, a pilot, I had to stand in the truck stop, but they didn't have a, a lounge or anything. Uh, you just had to stand there at the monitor and, and watch and wait. So I'm glad they, they added that feature. That that makes it a lot easier when there's a line. And TA and Petro, they do the same thing. I don't know about Love. I don't use Love a whole lot, but uh, I don't think they do. I think it's just mainly Pilot, Flying J, TA, and Petro.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't... Uh... Uh the main thing I use love Slope for, uh, which I love it, is the uh, uh the tire pass. Um mm. matter, of yeah. fact, matter of fact when I get out of here in the morning, uh that's the first place I'm gonna go. I'm I'm it's very close, it's only a couple of miles away and as cold as it is, my tires are not gonna heat up and uh as cold as mm. it's getting tonight, I'm sure my tire my I'm sure my tire pressure monitor is gonna be screaming in the morning.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah, I'll go over there and I'll get my tires blown up. Uh, which I love that picture, yeah. you know, and the um you know, I don't get the f- the big fuel discount there, so I it's rare that I ever fuel there, so it's rare that I took a shower there. So Yeah. But I will have
0: my tires blown up. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one thing they got going for them is that tire pass. That's that's an awesome feature. So um yeah. let's do a little compare and contrast. Uh team driving versus solo driving. What do you uh, give up? when you're, if you're, if you're a solo, what are you giving up when you become a team and vice versa? If you're a team, what are you giving up to become a solo?
1: Um, well, let's see. When you become a team, you're giving up, um, uh, space. Um, like I said a while ago, phenomenal cosmic power, itty bitty living space. Um, you know, um, you know, you got. You know, you don't just have your stuff. You got your stuff and your team partner stuff all in the truck. And of course, with Becky and I, we had uh, me and her and the dogs. So uh, you know, eventually uh-huh. we fixed that and bought a truck with a lot of room in it. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, you're giving that up. Um, I guess that's. I guess that's the main thing that I really, you know, really had to give up. Um is room- and privacy yeah you, know, hey. you know you have you know you have almost no privacy at all um in the <laughs> truck, not that we really needed privacy and but uh, uh that was the main thing now um going back to being a solo driver, of course, I gained my uh you know my room back my privacy back um and um you know I didn't have to uh an- didn't have to answer to somebody else in the truck so right. that's probably my big things on there what about
0: you uh for me um I I'm a people person I like to be around people uh so being in the truck by myself um that would be an issue for me I would want to have a dog for sure. I, I wouldn't want to be just me. If it wasn't going to be me and somebody else, I'd want to have a dog because I like to have company and dogs are great company. So that's one thing that I think you'd be giving up. If you decide not, if you're currently teaming and you want to go solo, you're giving up the company, you know, you're going to be all by yourself and actually that truck can get uh pretty lonely. I mean, if you like that, that's great. Um, of course you got your, you got your dog with you. So, you know, you're not, you're not alone. Uh, but for people no. that don't have a dog or something, then you will be alone. Uh, I I can always pick out the solo drivers that have been driving solo for a really long time because they will talk your flipping ear off. I mean, all you have to do is get within listening distance of them, and they will not let you go. It's like, that's a solo driver?
1: <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Well, you know, that, uh, well, well, you've seen our stairs for the dog. That starts more conversations. Um, um, matter of fact, it started, I think, three this week. Um, you know, I'll, um, I've got those little stairs for the dog and I'll take and, you know, I'll, I'll flip them out real quick. And of course, the dog runs down them and then I flip them back and, uh, but anyway, I was in a, you know I was in a little rest area uh, the other day, and a guy beeped his horn at me and waved and said, "Hey man, where'd you get those?" And uh, like I said, it, it, it always starts a conversation. But yeah, I mean, I'm a people person too. Uh, of course, I like you know playing with my little bed hog here. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get out and you know, and we do a, a, you know a lot of walking and uh, a lot of ball playing and what have you. But uh, you know, I'll go in you know, and especially if I'm wanting to, uh uh, talk with people. I'll go in and sit down at the lunch, lunch counter, which you know normally I cook in the truck. But you know if I'm hanging hang out around a bunch of people, I'll go sit in, you know there. Or if I'm getting loaded, uh, I'll go sit in the uh, you know if they have a uh, driver's lounge, uh, you know where I'm getting loaded, I'll I'll go sit there and uh, you know and talk with some of the other drivers so that's that's fairly easily remedied as far as being lonely because uh, I can usually find I, you know I can usually find somebody to talk to i i think i I could probably talk to a wall so
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah another good thing you could do is uh listen to podcasts like this one or like uh all the other podcasts on the channel or talk radio or anything like that that way you don't feel like you're alone. Um, you have somebody that's talking to you, even if, you know, you can't talk back, at least you got another voice in the truck. So, that's that's another good thing you could do. Um, so, just to sum up, team driving, um, you're giving up space, you giving up privacy. Uh, you have, what did you call it, massive cosmic power, itty-bitty living space?
1: Uh, yeah, phenomenal cosmic power, itty-bitty living there. space. And yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah I'm pretty sure that's from a Disney movie
0: yeah that's a good one that that pretty much that pretty much sums it up you will be if you are a company driver, which I'm sure most people that would be listening to this podcast are you will be rolling. they will dispatch you nonstop you are not going to get a break as a team driver, so be prepared for that uh it does lead to extra money, but you will work your butt off for it for sure um, but
1: you know what it did lead to mm-hmm. little that's something we didn't talk about. Uh, I don't know how it was where y'all were, but uh, the teams uh, uh, had a few other perks like that. Uh, uh, was an uh, I think it was an extra day per. Uh, I don't know. Becky would probably have to remind me, but uh, oh, uh, there on. was extra time. Um, so, and there was a couple of other little perks. I don't remember all of them. To being a team. But yeah, that was one of them I do remember. Is we got more time off than the solo guys when we were a company.
0: Well, one, yeah, go ahead. we we were teaming um, at Warner, and they had this thing called Team Warner. And when you're a team at Warner, you get first pick of all the freight. So you will never be lacking for miles as a team, because usually the teams, they get preference on the freight. They book the teams first, and then they do the solo drivers, and then probably the owner-operators. That's usually probably how it goes. So that is one benefit. You never have to worry about uh, not getting miles, because as a team, you will definitely get miles. And um, they never gave us an issue with taking time off. Anytime we requested it, they... Let us have it. We would take a week. Mostly, we would take four or five days. Sometimes we would take a week. Sometimes we would take two weeks, but mostly four or five days. And they never gave us uh, any problems with it at all. Yeah, um, uh, w- yeah, so. yeah. We had priority, priority maintenance,
1: and what was the other one? Oh, yeah, priority dispatch, priority maintenance, and the extra days off. That was the big benefit yep. to it. Uh, you know, we'd roll up in the shop, and they'd say, and they'd see that. We, they, especially when we were an elite team, they would see we were an elite team, and I mean, they would knock trucks out of the way and put us in the shop. Yep. So yeah,
0: they they try um, to take care of their teams because they know that they're. I mean, it's a big benefit to them because they don't have to worry about you know uh, the the brakes and everything. Once they book the team on a load, they know it's going to get there uh, without having to take breaks. Right. So we're we're getting close to the end of the show, Um, so I'm going to go ahead and and close the show out. So thank you very much, Russ, for offering your insight into team driving, and we will talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. So team driving, um, there's not really a whole lot to think about. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. We offered some good uh, stories and tips and stuff like that is getting caught in that trap when you're not doing the whole job. So make sure you don't get caught in that trap if you're a couple. So I just want to let everybody know to go check out our Facebook page. You can like our page and ask questions there. It's Trucking 101 on Audio Roads. So go check that out and give us a like. If you are an experienced driver, please share our podcast with new drivers. There is a pinned post on the Facebook page that you can go and use it to share the link to the Audio Road podcast. Please help us get the word out. You can also reach us through Let's Truck, 855-800-FUEL or email support at Let's Truck. We would like to tell you about the other podcasts. On Monday, Rolling Toe at 8 p.m. Eastern, Trucking with Authority with host Kenny Long, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Rates and Lanes with Rico Muhammad, Wednesdays, also at 7 p.m. Eastern, and Destination Health Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern with Kim Cockerham and Kevin Rutherford. I'd like to close the show with a quote from one of our favorite best-selling authors, Larry Winget. Do what you do enough to become excellent at it, otherwise you don't. Thanks for joining us tonight, everybody, and we hope you'll join us next week, Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Good night.